You are listening to another episode of the Yorts Resilience Podcast, and I am your host, Emma Ward, a counsellor and life coach from Positive Outlooks. This podcast is inspired by the feeling that I get on a weekly basis from working with clients and being in awe of their stories of resilience. Over time, I've felt drawn to share these stories on this platform, and I hope these stories provide you with the motivation to conquer the challenges within your own life. To listen to more episodes, visit positiveoutlooks.com.au or subscribe on iTunes. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Yorks Resilience Podcast and I'm so excited to be joined by today's guest. Today's guest is Girl Power at its finest, providing a safe, non-judgmental place for women to thrive through health, fitness and empowerment for a successful 11th year in business. Her mission and purpose is to empower, inspire and educate women to prioritize themselves and their health, to love what they see in the mirror, to believe in themselves, to walk tall with confidence and to believe they are worthy of achieving all of their health, fitness and life goals. I'd love to introduce Stacey Keating, also known as Stacey Robinson, to the podcast. Hi, Stacey. How are you? Hi, Emma. Thank you. What an intro. Thank you very much. (laughs) So Stacey has been supporting women for over 11 years as a PT, coach and friend. Did you want to tell our listeners about how your journey of becoming a certified personal trainer and obtaining your certificate for in fitness began, Stacey? Sure. Thank you for the opportunity, Emma. I feel privileged. I feel a bit nervous now that you've been me. I was ready to go before. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I've always had an interest in sport and fitness. Um, and I guess I made a bit of a lifestyle change. I'd worked at a bakery as a teenager, saving for all sorts of things, a car and whatever. Then I'd worked um, 12 years at a, at a hotel through... Um, when I finished school and through, yeah, the end of my school years. Was that one of the local hotels in Androsson? Yeah, yeah, so the top pub in the main street. Oh, ah, cool. I used to work in the Munta Hotel. Um, oh, beautiful. When I was a similar age. Yeah, fun, a fun environment. Yeah, for sure. it's good. Yeah, and then I did um, a massage course, I guess, which was kind of leading to that healing and helping. Um, and then I went to uni to do a teaching degree. Um, and it was about halfway through that, with those kind of changes going from working in a bakery in a pub to then (laughs) massage and uni, I felt my lifestyle changing a little bit. Um, and I'd made some big changes to my own health. So, um, in particular with my food and nutrition, I'd always been really active playing netball, walking, running sport, those kind of things, but just some more specific exercise. Um, I guess that's strength and what, what I do lots of now. Um, and that resulted in a 15 kilo weight loss. And then I just wanted to help other women in my life. My confidence started booming. I just felt happier you wanted other women to feel the way you were after that journey totally um i wanted to help others but i was two years into a uni degree and i was 27 um so i was and and i thought that being a primary school teacher or studying early childhood was going to be my destiny so i felt quite challenged by this want to help women to feel Mm. confident and empowered in their own bodies so Um, I did a PT course online over the summer holidays and I just started with some friends. Yeah. Just a free class 
just a bit of trial and um, one class a week grew into more and more and more. So I grew to love it and it lit me up on the inside and I didn't feel like my uni degree or the thought of teaching um, had the same feeling. No, not at all. Um, and I knew quickly, I was really struggling through uni, like struggling to drive to Adelaide, struggling through the classes to get it done. I'm a bit of a doer, not a sitter. Do you know, I love how you mentioned the drive, the drive from Yorks to Adelaide, for those that don't know, it's about a two hour drive. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good test of how committed you are to it whatever is. you're doing to do that drive. So mm -hmm. I love the way you described that because yeah, a yeah. few times when I've been out of alignment in my life doing that drive, I'm like, I don't. I don't want to keep driving because yeah. I, I don't want to do what's on the end of this drive. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like that. My sister lived in Adelaide and my life in Ardrossan was pretty busy with 12-hour days at the hotel and studying. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was a little escapism from, you know, Ardrossan, and, um, which I love. But, um, yeah, I guess from my busy life. So I did enjoy enjoy that but the uni was certainly i was you know struggling through it as well but i knew that the fitness felt right it yes. just felt really right so i had then the challenge of being an entrepreneur and starting my own business running my own classes could that be something versus what i've always known in our family is safety comfort and security <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sick pay holiday pay <laughs> Oh, the life of a teacher right yes. so i felt quite challenged not only by that decision but um whether to follow what my gut and my mm. heart was saying versus logic yeah and the logic is to be a school teacher right yeah but, the, but my everything For the safety else, yeah and the security and everything else in my body was kind of telling me otherwise which i know now is my intuition mm. my purpose 10 years you know 10 years older i know that now but i didn't yeah. know that back then so um, I loved the relationships and watching women thrive. Um, so I had a year off uni and jumped into my fitness business and thought I'll just give it a red hot go. I was still working at the pub. Um, but I'm I'm not one to kind of not finish something that I started. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I just can't waste those two years of my life having done two year degree. I went back and finished it. Um, Did you get it done? I did it. That's amazing. <laughs> Pushing through that. And yeah. Now, and now I can't, I mean, I did my pracs and, you know, I, I, I certainly enjoyed it, but I just, my focus was somewhere else. My yeah. heart was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so I resigned from my pub job once I'd finished my degree, which I loved reluctantly. I resigned because yeah. built so many beautiful friendships and it was part of my identity. I yeah. truly loved it there. I wish I had um, another 10 hours in the week to <laughs> head back. It raised me. Such that, a good that job, place helped it? raise me, I reckon. <laughs> taught me responsibility and um yeah and i made fitness my full-time gig and I, I i believe now not at the time but i believe now that the universe rewards courage and intuition 100 percent. um i didn't know that then i just thought it just feels right i'll jump in and give it a go and 10 years on we have more than 100 clients we have five trainers and two admin staff so that is amazing very exciting i don't know what the teaching um path would have you know, led me to, but it's not meant to be right now. Did you do any t teaching I did some days? Any days. days? Yep. Yeah, I did some relief days, but it was tricky to um, juggle with my 
commitments at the yeah. palm and yeah. then something had to go and yeah. I wasn't ready kind of yeah. for any of that to go. My yeah. fitness was growing. So yeah, yeah, it's That's exciting. Amazing. So as the founder and proud owner of Stacey Keating Fitness, did you want to step us through all the amazing services provided within your business? Yeah, sure. So the first thing that we offer, which is, um, most is how we started was our face-to-face classes. Um, so they're obviously face-to-face group training. We do them in the gym. We do outdoors. Um, we head down to the beach at our Drossen, um, just on the lawn area there. We use the local, um, town hall and we use the local gym studio 71. Um, so we kind of collaborate them with them to run classes in there. Um, and that benefits all of our clients. And then we do some Zoom classes, which has only just come up since COVID. Oh. Um, so when COVID happened last year, we started, we went online and offered some Zoom classes, which has been amazing. Being able to reach so many women, you know, far and wide and just have a better connection with my online clients. I've always had online clients for about four years. Um, been online now for nearly five years. Um, yeah, and just a better connection, being able to see their faces pop up um, and being able to see them doing the workout opposed to me filming it and them doing it. Yeah. Um, so we have our face-to-face, our Zoom classes, and that's how we offer group training. And then we have an online program, which is great for busy mums. It's great for women who aren't available at our, um, class times or women that just want a 20 minute workout so i film myself doing the entire 20 minutes we record them and then i upload them into a facebook group so women can do the recordings anytime that suits their lifestyle and that's essentially our online program so that's delivered through a facebook group along with all of our zoom recordings um yeah and we support women in that group so we have a daily or a weekly check-in that women can either daily or weekly check-in um we pop a recipe guide in there um so that's kind of food and fitness and then we put lots of mindset stuff in as well just with podcasts that i've been listening to or things that i recommend or self-love reminders um yeah and i'd love to step into some women's empowerment coaching yeah so that's where i feel myself being pulled next is helping women in more areas than just fitness so kind of abundance growth self-love self-care scheduling yeah time prioritizing so i'd love to do small groups or potentially one-on-one with that times times not this isn't the right time yet i've still got my four-year-old at home but that's yeah where i've kind of yeah it's a vision for next yeah my next stage of my life perhaps and I was lucky enough to join Stacey's classes over the lockdown period recently in South Australia and for a couple of weeks after. And I'm in awe of the enthusiasm and fun that oozes from the classes. The online environment is nurturing, it's inspiring, it's motivating. I did a Zoom class with Stacey over lockdown, just all from my lounge room, loved every minute, had the most amazing workout as good of a workout as I would have had if I went to the gym and it helped me to feel connected to other people, which it actually was quite an isolating time for me. So to be able to join that class and connect with Stacey's energy and be part of that class was amazing and really nurturing. And as Stacey said, the online environment um, not only includes Zoom, but includes motivational posts, recipes, accountability check-ins. It's just such a beautiful and nurturing environment for you to be so proud of, Stacey. 
Thank you. What's your favourite part of the online community? Oh, this was, this was I think, the easiest um, question because it's um, certainly community and connection. Yeah. Um, I love being able to see those ladies pop up. I love hearing them from them through the week. Yeah. And I guess impact. Um, you know, if I'm just offering face-to-face classes, you can only have so much impact. There's, I don't know, 1,500 people that live in Ardrossan and... Um, you know, now we have such a wider impact and keeping in close um, touch with lots of friends who have left Ardrossan is another beautiful yeah. um, part of the program. It's is, keeping the community connected, yeah. isn't that beautiful? And they refer family and friends. Um, yeah, and I think we're just working with, yeah, working with women from all places has been such a beautiful part of the online program yeah the impact and the community and connection for sure and i think your passion shone and alignment continued for you when your business over covid but the trend expanding significantly during this time did you want to step us through that time for you yeah so last year in lockdown i i spent i spent um some time i've got a business coach and she was making me very aware that it was going to happen so i was prepared um, and I think I felt a real sense of responsibility to maintain a sense of certainty, um, connection and community for our clients. Um, so to essentially take what we deliver in the gym um, online for them. So being able to, you know, have the Zoom workout and have a chat beforehand and a chat afterwards if people needed that. Um, I, I felt a real sense of responsibility in that mm. time to be a shining light for people. And I felt like everything that had happened that year prior, I'd done some coaching, I'd done some work um, with um, a beautiful team online that had led me and really um, educated me on on that very and moment. And made the strong foundation for you ready for Yeah. Time. To have the confidence to step yeah. online and you know work out in front of I can see myself as well as my clients. So you know sometimes that's not always something that you're super confident to do. So I felt like that year of coaching had led me to that point and so prepared given, you for the online yeah, environment, made you comfortable with it. Yeah, and I met a coach through that online space. So um, you know she was really guiding me to this is going to happen. Um, so the opportunity to step up, to be that shining light for people um, and to really, I guess, um, um, shine a light on what our values are um, in the business. The vision that I have for the business is to support people through connection, community and to be um, that shining light. So it really enabled me to step in that into that space. There, there were certainly challenges, like the challenges of technology. <laughs> it's great when it's working, yeah. isn't it? Parenting, naked children running through the Zoom. <laughs> Very professional. Challenge my professionalism. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I went from working in a gym and in the town hall with clients to now having to move home with my laptop um, and I've got two children at home. My husband was still going to work. Um, you know, so I was running classes from my garage and just hoping my kids didn't wake <laughs> up and pop out. Um, yeah, so I guess it was blending home life and yeah. work life, which I don't always love doing. I love having a mum hat on or a work or a or a work hat on. Um, but I feel like it's a blessing. I don't think yeah. COVID's a blessing, but I certainly feel like 
the experience of moving online has been a blessing for connection community so much more gratitude for being able to deliver an online class yeah and so much gratitude for zoom being able to reach women far and wide yeah 100 and i really loved when stacy and i had a pre-chat to this podcast about uh stacy's feeling of that sense of responsibility to stand up during that time when covid first hit because i experienced the same feeling and really pushed hard to be a strong presence for people during that time. And what I love that Stacey described in our pre-chat was that she was running on adrenaline during that time with COVID and had big come down after. And I also experienced the same. I felt like I was running on adrenaline and keeping myself operating to be that shining light. And then it all hit me pretty hard after COVID. And it sounds like we both kind of experienced similar feelings mm. after that time. Yeah, totally. And you, and that's when that self-care at its finest, listening to your own advice, yeah. setting some boundaries, stepping back. Yeah. yeah. was much easier this time when we had lockdown. Yes. My clients knew, like yours would have, to move online was much easier. We didn't have to have the education around for myself or yeah. and for everybody else. And I feel like Zoom. everyone during that first period of COVID just became more familiar with online. It's actually yeah. almost second nature now mm. for us all, which is amazing and is very good for time management. Yes, totally. <laughs> so Stacey's also married to Ben and a mother to two kids, Indy and Cooper. So how do you find the juggle of motherhood and a booming business? Or as I know you term it, motherhood versus purpose pool? Yes. Oh, it's certainly a juggle. Um, I certainly feel like a bit of a hypocrite talking about it because <laughs> I feel like it's an ongoing daily grind or battle, <laughs> juggle. <laughs> um, I feel like I have two purposes, motherhood and empowering women. And to me, they feel very equal. Um, you know, and, and sometimes I don't always say that in lots of spaces because, um, but that's the truth. I really feel my role as empowering women is, you know, as great to me as motherhood. Um, but I think kids are the greatest teachers and, um, certainly force me, um, to learn the, I guess the greatest lessons of life, which are presence and to prioritize Mm, what's important fun um and to to see the magic in every day which sometimes the daily grind um we don't know we miss those things um i've got an amazing support system which lots of mothers don't have so i've got my mum and dad who actually were both um in retirement when i had my daughter indy um so they actually just um helped me from the very beginning. I remember Indy was four weeks old and I knew they say you might not know and it might not work out that way, but I just knew when Indy was born and even before Indy was born, you know, fitness was my first baby really. Um, um, and I just knew that I'd want to get back there. Yeah. Um, so Indy was four weeks old and I remember my mum saying, it's okay to go back if you need to. And oh, that was the, oh, that was the p- permission I needed to say, oh, could you just have a, an hour <laughs> an hour or two a morning so I could just yeah. have that connection and, yeah. um, um, you know, just a different part of me that isn't fulfilled by motherhood. Yeah. Um, you know, that identity that's strong and, um, yeah, you know, whereas quite vulnerable as a mother. 
Um, so I have an amazing village of support. Um, my husband, Ben, I've been doing this since I met him. Um, my business was busy then um, and growing. So even when we had Indy, he's just an amazing, you know, um, just an amazing support. Um, yeah, we certainly parent together. Um, it's not one versus the other or um, I guess that's your job not my job kind yep. of thing and he works full-time um so he's been an amazing support just not allowing it but supporting, supporting it, it. Yeah, yeah 100%. um and yeah so i've done it since both the kids were a month old in two hour blocks <laughs> <laughs> um and boundaries that's something that i must oh, say yeah. is um, I'm only learning mm. well now. Me too. Still, mm. still trying. <laughs> yeah. So having my mum hat on when I'm home and putting my phone away, and I'm available when we're at classes, and if you yep. leave a message, but that and that I find that really difficult because my, you know, my clients are my second family. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I've just said here, if I'm honest, it's an ongoing internal battle. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel every day, yeah. but I don't know if it goes that mum guilt or that that pulled in two directions goes away but yeah. i certainly know that i'm in the right place doing both yeah some days some days it's like oh this is too much yeah um and i know i struggle sometimes with those boundaries and um not getting back to clients between sessions or inappropriate times and things like that just because my desire to help people is so strong sometimes mm -hmm. but it's actually like you actually need to put yourself first to recharge to be able to give to others but yeah I, it's a constant battle for me as well boundaries yeah and it's something that we um you know we really educate and encourage our clients to do yeah and so i think it's really important that if we can't yet do it for ourselves that we do it for them as well to, sh to show yeah 100%. i need to recharge so that i'm the best me on monday yeah. yep. or it's my family time now yeah 100%. and all of my that's only the pressure i put on myself no yeah. one expects that from me yeah absolutely <laughs> now i always love a great love story on this podcast did you want to talk about how you met ben and how did the great romance start yeah sure it wasn't a great romance at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Love a curve yeah. a love story. <laughs> That's it. There were lots. Um, so Ben's a Murray Bridge boy, um, and so he was living in Murray Bridge, and um, good friends of his le lived next door to my mum and dad. Um, he said that he'd seen me a few times beforehand when he'd been up to Idrossen to the community club, the footy club. Um, I was playing netball at the time and working at the pub. Um, yeah, and I'd been with a guy for seven years and we'd just separated and he'd moved out. So that was on Tuesday and then Ben <laughs> popped into the pub on Friday and that's when I first noticed him, I guess, on, yeah. on Friday, so three days later. So, But I was in the mindset that I'm free. I'm I'm this is I'm going to spend the next year focusing on myself, fun, free, uni, work. You know, I've got no time in my life for anything or anyone else kind of thing but you know the universe has other <laughs> priorities and ben didn't have a license at the time he'd, he'd lost his license so um i think that showed his commitment is he was catching a bus from murray bridge to adelaide oh and gosh, then adelaide, adelaide to Ardrossan. and that york's bus is terrible it goes yeah. through so every little town along the way <laughs> <laughs> he said he probably wouldn't do that for me now <laughs> 
is now questioning the investment. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so um, for a little while, I was just like, no, I need to focus on myself. I'm not, you know, I don't want to give to anybody else, and I just want to, you know, focus on me. Um, yeah, and I guess his loyalty and his he's like quite old fashioned and I, th- I really liked that so he just kind of grew on me over time well I I really think I just was trying to push it away like no 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 I know it's the real deal go away. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready, ready. I'm not ready <laughs> um and then um so within five years of that we were married with two kids oh wow yeah so cool. from 2011 when we met and um, we were married in 2014 um i had a beautiful dress picked out i had the the dream the body that i dreamed of and then i found out i was pregnant (laughs) so then i needed a new dress (laughs) um and i didn't have the body of my dreams but it produced the baby (laughs) um he's certainly the calm to my chaos um certainly keeps me grounded and he's um, I think he focuses on the important things. People, relationships, friendships are his big things and simplicity. He's a yeah. camper. He loves the simple life. Yeah. Whereas I'm a bit of a dreamer and, it had, you know, and a real doer. And he, he supports those dreams too, whatever yeah. I need to do. But um, he certainly keeps me, yeah, calm to the chaos. And I love seeing that you put a picture up on your social media recently that you must have been out teaching a class and then he was home with the kids and mm-hmm. had organized tea and things like that. And I'm, yeah. I was like, that's true teamwork and, it is, and yeah. support for your business and your purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, marriage isn't, isn't all roses, but he's certainly, <laughs> he's certainly pretty amazing. He, he's the tidy person. I'm the one with the clothes on the floor and he's the tidy person. <laughs> opposites attract right he's totally not into fitness he health probably isn't in his top five values um but it works somehow it works most of the time <laughs> so stacy's business first caught my attention when i heard about a women's wellness celebration that was held on the 2nd of july at the ardrossan community club i'm still very disappointed that i couldn't go as it sounded fantastic with market stalls live music cooking demos moonta's very own cara rendell from advanced pilates was also a guest speaker you had it all going stacy mm-hmm. how did the inspo come about yeah it wasn't meant to be that big it was um it just grew into something enormous which is amazing happening with you Stacey yeah it was amazing so we at the end of each um well normally each year but um we like to do a little celebration for our fitness team um and we run in school terms so we kind of do sometimes we do a community walk at the end of a term other times we do a coffee morning you know especially if it's just through the term and then at the end of the year normally we do like a big christmas get together for all of our clients but i had kind of wanted to to do like a women's wellness um night i guess um for a little while but it hadn't ever flowed easily um there'd been yeah lots of things happening and i couldn't really do lots of it myself the admin um my sister beck moved back to adrosan just over a year ago with her family and she's come on board as i guess like a pa i guess she's very personal and she's very organized and um she we now have the i feel like we now have the ability to do these things because you know she books lots of the things um 
I said to the ladies on the night, I really don't know how this has come together because I feel like all I organised was the tea and the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) The market stalls had kind of sorted themselves out and they were kind of like the entertainment. We had Alana Heard um, doing some beautiful acoustic music, which brought a beautiful environment. We had it at the Aldrossan Community Club. Um, so it just started off with chatting to my friend Gabe about it, and she's a real market guru. Yep. And she said, oh, that'd be amazing. I could organize some of the market stalls. And we got some local um, women that are running their own kind of businesses or passion projects. Um, we booked the club. Bet did some beautiful affirmation cards. That's so cool. Um, yeah, and we brought together some guest speakers. So we had Bridget from Be Simply Free. Um, So that kind of um, time management, organization, Mm. um, scheduling yourself, self-care, which are lots of Bridget's um, big rocks in in her life. So she shared um, and so did Erin from a conscious collective. Erin and I went to school together. We were oh, in the really? same year. Yeah, same year level at school. Well, she was yeah. my midwife. Oh, um, no, with no really? As well. Oh, that's funny. So I said to her, this is much more comfortable <laughs> than birth than the other time we met. I'm much more excited to see yeah. you now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So she spoke about um, gut health and the, um, I guess, the effects of gut health mm, on stress 100%. and digestion. Yeah. So that was really informative as well. And then Cara, Cara and I have had a great relationship over raising businesses and babies we talked about. <laughs> and um, I love Cara because she's just raw and real and she shares the challenges as much as she shares the triumphs so we had a good chat we could have sat and chatted all night that was um really lovely so it was about um just it one idea grew on the other and it felt really easy um so it was was meant to be wasn't it it just flowed effortlessly totally i kept thinking this isn't yeah have i forgotten something because it just (laughs) flowed (laughs) um it was about bringing women together and celebrating wellness and connection um, and also to showcase and collaborate with other women mm. that are doing amazing things locally. Yeah. Um, to educate and inspire women and just to keep it raw and real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did share on the night that I'd left my little boy home quite sick, really, really coughing. I'd left Ben with a sick child and, you know, that's that, you know, purpose and pull yeah. and motherhood again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not always you know looked very glorious and yeah um successful and, it and was. on a it was night a like night. that it would have been hard to leave yeah, home it was. as well I, yeah a couple of nights of no sleep with a coughing boy and yeah but it was it was it reminded me again the universe yeah. reminding me again that this is this is the real deal this yeah. is what you're made for yeah 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 it was amazing so after hearing about this celebration i thought i need to contact stacy and reached out i also had a feeling that Stacey and I were a similar age because we both grew up in Yorks and I was pretty confident we used to play netball against each other. And I always remembered Stacey as a fierce competitor from the Ardrossan Netball Club. So when Stacey replied to my message in a voice memo, it made me giggle when I had this voice message from Stacey going, I feel like I really know you, like <laughs> really know you. And it, it made me laugh and I wrote back to Stacey and so I'm pretty sure that's from netball when we were young, younger. So... Um, what I also love about Stacey's approach is her holistic focus with her business by not only focusing on exercise, but look, she looks at stress, nutrition, sleep, and self-care. Is that a model of care that has come over time through your own experiences or was it there from right from the start of the business? Um, looking back now, 
I really had no vision for my business other than I didn't even think it was a business. It was just yeah. running a fitness class on a Wednesday night and then it grew and then slowly it became a business because, yeah. you know, once it becomes your full-time income, it kind of has to be. Um, and you need those systems in place. I think that's another boundary, isn't it? Those systems to be able to grow. Um so when I first started, I just wanted women to feel as amazing as I did. Yeah. And my focus probably for them was weight loss. Yeah. And I was 27. Um, I hadn't yet, you know, met a man I would marry. I hadn't yet encountered motherhood or very many challenges in my life at all. I'd had a beautiful upbringing in, with my parents and our family. Um, I hadn't lost anyone I loved. So I, th I think looking back, life was probably pretty easy. <laughs> living by my you know with my partner at the time and you know just I guess thinking and worrying about myself and um I could invest all my time in my clients and my job um so I guess um I think it's evolved so the business and what I want to offer and the space I want to create and the challenges I now know women are facing um I think I've it's just grown into that kind of vision since I've grown as a woman and into motherhood as well. Um, so, yeah, and again, it's a bit of imposter syndrome because um, I still feel like I'm working through lots of these things myself, you know, stress and sleep. You know, I didn't even re really think 10 years ago stress was even a thing unless I didn't <laughs> submit an assignment on time, you know, and that is stressful. <laughs> um but I, yeah, I just certainly didn't feel the stress, I guess. But I guess since motherhood, I've lost some people in my life that I really loved. Um, and then you really feel that connection, that really, that real deep need for connection, for support. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing that I love about training women is you really celebrate the high moments in their lives, like marriage or engagement or grandkids or um finishing degrees getting a new job you know buying their first home you really celebrate or finding their purpose um you celebrate those things but you also work alongside women to provide a a space for um to share their sorrows as well loss of loved ones you know even menopause like lots of my clients are going through menopause and for lots of them it's just a really awful time yeah. but they can come together with other women to really chat about that they're not alone and yeah. same with I train lots of young mums they come together and chat and you know it's a real sense of community and connection for them um yeah so and I really find that one element of our health affects the other yeah. so if our emotional health is off um which as women like we're crazy people let's face it <laughs> especially for one week a month. <laughs> um, it can really affect our physical health, how we show up at a class or a gym or even just in our everyday life. Um, yeah, and just the power of our energy and how that is affected by stress and sleep and nutrition. Um, so I guess my own learning of the power of the mind, and I learned that when I birthed my first baby, um, that I believed I could do it. And, you know, lots of, unfortunately, lots of women, the belief isn't enough. It's consequences happen, um, situations and circumstances happen and, you know, don't allow that 
that opportunity but that's where I learned the power of the mind when I birthed Indy um, the way that I wished um, without any of those yucky circumstances and I really thought if I can do that I can do anything so um, and then my own challenges of stress and sleep and um, that deprivation of sleep as a um, first-time mum and I guess navigating life's curveballs um, and I feel when I was pregnant with Indy, I really thought, oh my gosh, how's this going to affect my business? Yeah. Like so really shallow-minded. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, because I had Catherine, um, who's also a mum. She was one of my trainers um, and a dear friend to me. And she was taking over my business while I was on maternity leave. But I knew it was too much for one person. Yeah. Um, and I did wonder how, obviously, like all yeah. first mum, time mums do, that second, that bit of your life. But I just... You know, it's certainly made me a better, more empathetic coach, especially to, <laughs> but it's not, I'm, I'm not about excuses anymore. Like yeah. I used to be, there's just no excuse where there's a will, there's a way, just get it done. And yeah. now I'm just like, listen to your body. Yeah. You know what's right for you. Today it's is different to yesterday. Beautiful shift in approach to experience that. <laughs> Isn't it? It's cool. Slow down if you need to. Yeah. yeah. So it's my mission and my vision for it now is to to always do what I love yeah. um, and to impact as many women as possible, but not really even in the fitness space, yeah. just to listen to their bodies, to put prioritize themselves. It doesn't have to be first, but it has to be me too. It's yeah. not me first, but it has to be me too. I look after yeah. the kids, but I look after me too. Um, so really, um, yeah, now just being a support you know, community yeah. um, for women is certainly that that's my vision now. And then, you know, amazingly, I get to make this my income. It's yeah. just, and then it supports our family for magic moments. I can be the mum I want to be, having school holidays off. I go to work a couple of nights a week and a couple of mornings a week, but I'm quite happy to miss bath and bedtime <laughs> a couple of nights a week and I'm home normally before that before they hop up in the morning so <laughs> it's a small price to pay <laughs> so what are some tips for women to make time for themselves in amongst motherhood and their careers yeah um I think the first um step is believing that you're worth it oh, so I love that mm, if your self-worth doesn't believe that you're worthy of the time you're never going to make the time. Yeah. There'll always be the excuse, the kids, that, the husband, this, the work, that, this come up, that come up. And I hear lots of that, but I'm not a no excuse person anymore. I'm, yeah. If that's right for you at this time in your life, that's totally fine. You know where I am yeah. if and when it's the right time for you. Um, I think that's the first step is um, your, your own self-worth. Um and, and again, if you can't do it for you, I think I show up as such a better mother, mum, as a mum, a friend, a wife, when I've looked after me. Yeah, 100%. The person I show up as when I haven't looked after me isn't the mum, the wife, or the friend yeah. that you want to be around. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I think that then the second step is, um, you know, doing it for your kids if you can't yet do it for you or whoever else is in your life. Um, and then the second step is scheduling. And this is something that I try to work with lots of my clients around because most women, um, women's biggest obstacle is normally I just don't have time. I can't fit it in, which I completely 
um, you know, empathize with. Um, but I set a schedule on a Sunday. I look mm. at my entire week. And I've seen a, that schedule in your group. It's fantastic. Yeah. You've thought of everything through the week. You've prioritized mm-hmm. points of time that you're going to do what you need to get done. It's fantastic. Yeah. Bridget taught me that. So I was aware of that concept beforehand, but um, I followed Bridget for a little while. And just to, I mean, not to say there's not curveballs thrown in there yeah. and suddenly yeah. your schedule smashed <laughs> with the reins, but <laughs> it's having, um, and it doesn't take much. I think losing, that was my next point is losing the all or nothing approach. It doesn't, yeah. my all used to be a 10K run and my, that is not my all anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not an all or nothing. Yeah. 10 minutes is fabulous. 10 yeah. minutes is 10 minutes more than you would have done with the all or nothing approach. Yeah. Scheduling yourself in for even 20 minutes a day. And it doesn't have to be exercise. I mean, because I'm a PT, I'm going to be saying that. But um, because that's what makes me feel good. But if going out and putting your feet in the sand makes you feel good, if sitting in the sun reading makes you feel good, scheduling yourself um, like you would a doctor's appointment Mm. or we don't let our kids down or our partners down or our friends down, um, really having the self-worth to and that's a journey in itself the same commitment to yourself that you would to other people yeah yeah and don't break yeah don't break that commitment and you know not breaking those promises to to yourself and i guess knowing you just had something on your instagram today actually that i screenshotted that no one's coming to do it for you yeah the responsibility of your health or your anything is actually your responsibility absolutely husbands or partners or you know, no one's coming to say, oh, look, you need a 15 minute workout today. If yeah. it's important to you, just need to pop that in there, whatever yeah. that is for you and valuing your health. Um, you know, health is in my top four values. Um, and if it's not in your top four values, then prioritizing a workout probably isn't going to work for you. Yeah. It's maybe it's meeting a friend because relationships are more important to you and have a walk along the beach together. Yeah. Um, and saying yes to less is what I would say to mums. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Saying no, really putting some boundaries yeah. in what does that look like. And we're saying yes to all sorts of things, but saying no to a 15-minute workout or a 15-minute chat with friends or preparing a healthy meal for our families. Um, you know, do you really not have time or where are you spending your time? Yeah. And what I've really learned over the time is when I don't honor those commitments to myself, how I start to feel resentful, mm-hmm. how I then almost punish myself, sabotage myself. So mm-hmm. I've learned how important it is to honor those commitments. And then I am a better person on the mm-hmm. flip side to give to my friends, my family, my clients. Mm-hmm. So it's really honoring those commitments. I love that you've got that written yeah. in there. And walking along the beach with friends, that's one of my favorite ways to catch up with friends these days. It's a mm. fitness, friend connection. Yeah, um, it's such a great time efficient way to catch up with our friends. Yeah, absolutely. And it's likely that if they're a woman too, they're probably going to want to move more too. Yeah. So it's just you tick that box together. Yeah, 100%. And Bridget Johns, who Stacey is referring to, she's on episode 10 of the Yorks Resilience podcast as well. If you want to know more about Bridget as well, she's fantastic. So the biggest tip out of them all that you would love women to take away with them today, Stacey? Yeah, this was a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love so many. All those tips that you gave before, I'm like, I'm just, they're, oh, they're fantastic. I think... Um, with some of the coaching that I've done and just being exposed um, to women who have helped me grow my business, um, 
and I guess to be raw and real, um, that no one is you and that is your superpower and to embrace your gifts. That's beautiful. Because we spend so much time trying to be her, trying to Mm -hmm. look like her, trying to earn the money that she earns or trying to have the house that she has or whatever that comparison is in your life. Um, Yeah, I, I think that we spend that time and that energy in that wrong space when we could really be shining a spotlight on our own superpowers. I love the quote, um, um, two of the greatest days of your life are the day you were born Mm. and the day you discover why. Oh, I love that. So really shining. And I think the why, the why of your life is your superpowers, what you are good at, whether it's kind and caring or whether it's, you know, that you're really great at architecture or you're really passionate about helping people or and stepping into that space. And I think when you find your why, that's when life, the universe conspires to help make that possible. And I love on your journey that you've had the support network around you to make that happen, that wellness expo, because your why is so strong, it just effortlessly fell into place. It's mm. alignment. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you know when it's out of alignment too, because oh. it just doesn't feel right <laughs> and it feels too hard, it whether does. it's out of alignment or whether it's not the right time yeah. or whether if the door's banging in your face, it's just not meant to be. Yeah. There's another door on the other side that that is much better for you. Yeah. yeah. So I think following your passions and to help others um, and just getting out of your own way. We were just chatting about that yeah. before we started, weren't we? Um, just getting out of getting over yourself, I guess. My coach has said that to me several times, just get over yourself to be able to help others. Yeah, absolutely. And I was saying to Stacey, I've had the same conversations with my coach as well, who said to me, don't be so up myself to think it's about me. It's not about me. It's about the message. And that's something I've really been trying to take on board. Mm, Your own fears and your own backstory and what are people going to think or how do people look at me or, you know, those kind of things as well. Our fears that even though if you're a confident persona, you've still got those fears sometimes, but it's having the courage to step into them, isn't it? It is. To help others. So awesome, Stacey. So Stacey's goals are to inspire, empower, and educate women to exercise consistently in a way that fits into their lifestyle, families, and has them energized and not exhausted. By working with Stacey, she gives you the, gives clients the tools to live a healthy lifestyle, not only a 10-week weight plan, She's passionate about supporting and celebrating every woman in her care. And who would not want Stacey Keating on their team? What an inspiration you are, amazing lady. And thank you so much for joining me today on episode 11. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's an honor. Thank you. My first podcast. Thank you. (laughs) The first of many, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) Stacey. Thank you.